every week we dive into the extensive and fascinating library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. I'm Derek Kicker. And I'm Ian Golding. And this week we're playing Mr. Mosquito. I am sure that you may already realize that you are a mosquito. The insect that bites people and makes them feel itchy. Mr. Mosquito. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> uh, Spell M-I-S-T-E-R mosquito in North America. Spelt Mr. M-R mosquito M-O-S-K-E-E-T-O in PAL regions. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. And in Japan, it's just called Ka, which is mosquito. <laughs> so there's no Mr. in Japan. He's not. No Mr. No they, respect yeah. being shown. They don't respect mosquitoes. No. In, they don't show the same kind of respect for mosquitoes that we do here in the States. And we show a lot. We show yeah. quite a bit. Which is funny because, I mean, they respect like everything more than we do over there. To respect base culture, except when it comes to pesky flying bugs. Yeah. yeah. Which I think this game does a good job of showing just how little respect. Japanese people have for mosquitoes. But how much respect they should have in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, he's out for respect. This is similar to The Sopranos' Road to Respect, this but is... it's Mr. Mosquito's Road to Respect. Yeah, it's it's a companion piece. Yeah. <laughs> this game was released in North America on March 13th, 2002. Sure. Almost a full year after the Japan release, huh. which okay. is not surprising because this game is thoroughly Japanese. Yeah, but I would say the localization process was probably... I, I wouldn't think that would take a year. Let's say that. that It wasn't the well, work that took a year. Oh, yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think the localization took a year. I think it took a year for them to convince anyone in the United States that this game should come out here. <laughs> 100%. That I would agree with. Yeah. So it was published by IDOS. Really? Yeah, under their Fresh Games label, which I don't remember being a thing, but apparently it is one. Okay. And in Japan, it was released by Sony. Sony published it in Japan. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. And it was developed by Zoom Inc. And not the Zoom that's doing, that we're on a call on right now. No. But Zoom Inc. is a Japanese developer. Mm -hmm. And they... So apparently they're still in business. Okay. But it doesn't appear that they've done anything since 2010. You're saying they're resting on their laurels from this? They just kind of coasted after this? I I guess I'm not sure. But it looks like the so most of their previous games before this, they started out making games for the Sharp uh X6800. Bam. Yeah, which I until I did dived in a little bit, I had no idea what the fuck that was. Let's uh, let's hear. Uh, is it is it a console? I'm guessing it's a it's a PC. Oh, okay, it's a PC in the way that like the Commodore sixty four is a PC. Got it. But it's more advanced because it came out in eighty seven. Okay, they discontinued them. They didn't discontinue them until nineteen ninety three. Damn. Yeah, had four megabytes of RAM. Four whole megabytes? Four whole ass oh. megabytes. <laughs> it ran an operating system called Human 68K, which is just 
<laughs> but it's funny because the operating system was developed by Hudson Soft. Famous oh, wow. video game developer Hudson Soft. My, I mean, I think of when I think of Hudson Soft, I think Bomberman. Okay, Bomberman. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. They also do the they have done a few of the Mario Party games. Ah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so they the, a lot of their stuff was for the Sharp X6800, including the 6800 version of Lagoon, which is a SNES game that I like. Okay. I'm a fan of. It's wow. as it's kind of like a Zelda ripoff. I'm not familiar it, with it. But it's fun. Uh, and then they did some Super Famicom games, mm-hmm. uh, and then they got into the PlayStation a little bit with what seems to be their like most successful thing outside of obviously Mr. Mosquito, um, the Zero Divide franchise. That's a game that I saw the box a billion times. Don't Same. know anything about it. Yeah. Same. I think it's like robots fighting. Yeah, well, that's fun. or something something like that. And they did one and two, and then did the did a version for the saturn okay yeah and then they did mr mosquito and then after that they didn't it doesn't seem that they made a console game ever again wow uh because all their games after mr mosquito 2 oh there's a sequel there is a sequel their games are WiiWare games so downloadable okay. wii games that's it i will say that any if any game has deserved a sequel has more to say it's definitely mr mosquito it was impossible they were ever going to get their message across in one game no, it's a, it's it was written as a as a duology, a duology, whatever trilogy yeah, for two a is. Duology, <laughs> love, love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so yeah, there's not a lot in the behind the development of this game. It does seem very odd that this game would come to the United States. This does not seem like a game that like an American audience would love. But the reason that I wanted to do an episode on it is because I had heard a lot about this game. And I had seen it on a lot of, like, you know, must-plays for PS2 lists. (laughs) I just made a face. And it's on, like, every single, like, weird game list. Like, weirdest games. And it is weird. It is an odd. This belongs on that list for sure, yeah. Yeah. So Odd game. (laughs) So let's get into the story. Welcome to the home of the Yamada family. It's summer. So you control a little mosquito uh, who I guess is named Mr. Mosquito. And this Mm. game starts out with one of the most unhinged, like, opening, I don't know, dialogue, soliloquy. Yeah. The opening, (laughs) the opening, like, dialogue of this game is someone explaining to you what the game is. And it is insane. Do you like summer? Summer drives people crazy, and that makes them commit terrible acts. Take the tiny, harmless mosquito, for example. It doesn't have enough time to do much during its one precious short life. Yet with one swipe, a human can snatch such a priceless life away without a second's thought. You control Mr. Mosquito, and you're, uh, you know, posting up shop, being a squatter in the Yamada household. Sure. And uh, like Ned Stark likes to say, winter is coming, and you got to suck that blood 
and fill up blood tanks to get through the winter because you had to hibernate. Do mosquitoes hibernate? I don't know what they do. They aren't around when it's cold. That 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 much seems accurate. The body, the uh, yeah, the the science behind this seems solid. Yeah, I yeah, I think the I think they did all their research. Yeah, it seems like they read the Wikipedia page on mosquitoes. So yeah, the game's broken up into stages, and you'll be in a part of the house, and there usually be a single for the most of the game. There's a single family member in that part of the house, yeah. and you have to figure out a way to suck their blood. But you can also explore around the areas, the little rooms, and find stuff. You can find little hearts. You can find extra blood tanks, which will increase your score. And there, it's not timed in so much as like you can run out of time. I don't Mm -mm. think. But like the quicker you get the stage done, the better. Yeah, you get more points. Yeah. So you have to suck blood from a certain body part. Every stage, it's a different body part. You don't want to get noticed by the people. That's bad. Yeah. You don't want to run into them because then they'll notice you real quick. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But there is some some weird stuff you can do. You can, like, turn on and off lights to fuck with them by flying into them super hard. You can turn on the radio. You can turn on the radio. Um, you, if you fly near their feet, sometimes they'll kick you and not mm-hmm. realize you're there. Right. And when you find your time to strike, you basically run into them, land on the spot, and start sucking blood by rotating the right joystick. Yep. And you can't suck too slow, and you no. can't suck too fast. It's good. <laughs> it's good advice for anyone, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So, because you, if you, uh, if your, if your suck game is not up to par, uh, you'll stress them out mm-hmm. and alert them to your presence, and then you enter battle mode. I would call battle mode a bit of a surprise when I first encountered it. It reminded me kind of a Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when you've engaged them in battle mode, your first, this game does not hold your hand. No. This game is not holding your hand through what you have to do. So when battle mode first starts, my initial thought was like, oh shit, I gotta go hide. until Get she, the fuck out of there. Yeah. Until she realizes that like, uh, until she forgets that I'm there. Right. That's not the case. That's not what you do. No, it's a battle. It's a battle. You've got a battle. And by battle, the first the, the first stage of this game, you are trying to suck the blood of the daughter of the family. Yeah. I would, and, and let me just drop in here for oh, one yeah. thing. Did you were you made uncomfortable by the very first like moments in the daughter's room? Because there's a very voyeuristic thing and she's like not really all that dressed. I know she has to have skin for the biting. I understand that. But it was a little, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little You're weird. somewhere you're not supposed to be. The person doesn't think, doesn't know they're being observed. It's definitely no. voyeuristic. Okay. Uh, she's having a very teenage girl moment where she's frustrated with her annoying parents. 
for mm-hmm. trying to get them trying to get her to be involved in a family portrait. Yeah. And later and, take a bath. Yeah. And she lays down in bed and is like, there's nothing to do. I wish there was something fun to do. Yeah. And uh, all the dialogue in this game is very strange. Very strange. And very poorly acted or mm-hmm. localized or something. Something. But uh, back to battle mode. You have to basically headbutt them in pressure points to end the battle. And then they'll chill the fuck out, finally. And you, and you receive a color. Yeah. So, in the very first stage of this game, if you want to end battle mode, and this was very weird, you basically have to headbutt the daughter, I'm going to say, in the uterus? That's about right. That's about right. Yeah. Like, you have a hard time calling it her stomach, and it's not too far below her stomach. No. But it's, it's right. a weird place to headbutt. Yeah. It's especially in the first level with a teenage girl involved. <laughs> yeah. And that that will de-stress her. I will hold my comment. So, uh for all of you fellas out there, uh <laughs> if you're if your lady's acting out of pocket, just give her a smack in the ute and uh calm her ass down, I guess. And make sure you're doing the exact amount of force a small mosquito, well, a pretty big mosquito could do to that point. I would say a morbidly obese mosquito. Okay, but even then, we're talking about maybe a flick with your finger. We're not talking yeah. about a punch. <laughs> yeah. It also appears that Mr. Mosquito has a metal, like, uh, bloodsucker hose nose. Probiscus? Yes. Yeah. I think he, that's He has right. a metal hibiscus. Yeah, hibiscus. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, and the tanks seem to be made of metal as well. Some sort of uh, maybe a, a mosquito space age material, but yeah, let's just put it this way: if this mosquito actually existed, uh, the human race would be fucked. It would be done. He could be pressure pointing us, and he's got his little fucking cachet of ta- of blood tanks. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine a swarm of these things? Yeah, that's not we're good. basically just you know we're we're fast food for them. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, this is just a video game. Thank God. And not a super long one. Mm, no. It is not a super long one. Uh, I would say this game can probably comfortably be beaten in four hours. Yeah, very comfortably. But let's talk about, like, the controls of this game. <laughs> Boy, howdy, it was a choice. Uh, yeah, it was a choice. Indeed it was. And I, I guess you could chalk it up to uh, the fact that this game came out so. It came out fairly early in the PS2's lifespan. Yeah, I think if this game comes out five years later, the controls are vastly different. Yeah. Because it has one of the worst things I've ever seen in a game where the right joystick controls movement and the left joystick controls the camera. Correct. Which is. Horrifically disorienting. Fucking bonkers. As someone who's been playing video games for the past 25 years, it's odd. It's it'll it'll throw you for a loop for sure. I can't I can't speak to your experience, but at least at one point I considered and started to turn my controller upside down. Absolutely. But then it just 
created more problems. There had to be a different, I was like, maybe I should put uh whatchamacallit, uh, inverted control. And then it was just like, no, I just learned it. But still, holy shit. Yeah. And play, even playing with the control upside down would be hard because uh, the joysticks don't actually move you forward or backwards. Mm-mm. The uh, R1 and L1 buttons do that. Well, the L1 button it breaks. Yeah, the R1 button. It's you're driving a mosquito car. Indeed, with the worst like controls possible. Yeah, it's very difficult to control this game. But I would say I, I understand the fascination with this game. A hundred percent. It seems it's one of those games where you're like, A, you're like, how how on earth did this get made? Yeah. Like, this is a game that you would never find a physical release of today. You would mm-hmm. this game this game would be like a honestly, this would be a, a mobile game today. This would make an amazingly good mobile game. Yeah. This is like today these days, this is an iOS game. Mm-hmm. Uh or an Android game. It's not and if you would, if you did see it on a console, you'd see it on Switch, and it would be a digital only thing for five dollars. Yes, correct. Because it is too weird, it is too clunky, and it is too. I mean, it's just thoroughly not what you think of when you think of like North American games. <laughs> and I mean, that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast why I love, you know, why we love the PlayStation two is they took so many swings. (laughs) Yep. They, they literally would publish and release anything. And I'm very happy about it. Yeah. It's delightful that a game like this exists. Yeah. This console, even if I don't love the gameplay, it is, it is, satisfying that this game exists yeah 100 percent. and it's definitely not i would not say this game is half-assed either no like i think the people who made this game are were very committed to making this game and it it really shows because you like you can't half-ass a game like this it would fall apart and the only thing keeping it together is clearly like the love of the people you know who made the game yeah I didn't encounter any like weird clipping or getting stuck on things like for what it was, it was fucking well made. Oh yeah. Uh, it's extremely solid. Yeah. And I expected a lot of clipping because it I mean it has that like early PS2 graphical style, you know, I think all games at this time look kind of like that. But yeah. ev- everything feels very solid. Like the rooms, the stages feel I wouldn't. The interior design is very bad. Yeah, of course, but no teenage girl just, like uh, arranges their room like this. <laughs> no, but it feels so. Everything in the room, everything in the rooms, everything in the house feels solid. Yes, it feels like you can't. Like it gives you a good sense of movement because you're not expecting to try to like glitch the game. No, like if you run into something, you're gonna. It's gonna stop you. It's gonna stop you. Absolutely. Yeah. And like as bad as the controls are, it's it's it it makes sense considering like the space you're in. 
I would actually love to see like an HD remaster of this or a complete would, a complete remake with modern controls. I think would be very fun. For the bottom up remake would be fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Zoom seems to be on hiatus, <laughs> but I think uh, I don't know. I guess that's that's one of the sad things about modern gaming is that they wouldn't. They would never do this kind no. of thing. No they, one would take this. Well. They would half-ass it and do an, a, a mobile game, and it would be like, I don't know, Goat Simulator or some shit. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, you do have something like Stray, and that's I think that's why I responded to this game, is because I liked Stray so much. It's not the same, obviously. Stray is a lot crazy. Stray was, one of my, was a top five game of last year, for sure. Absolutely, but it's it's not, you're a super soldier, and you pick up guns, and you take cover. Like, it is an idea of, let's do something a little different. This is something done a lot different, but I, I think that's why I responded to this as much as I, it, it occupied the kind of same space as far as, like, taking a chance on a simple, little goofy idea and doing the fucking, doing the do with it, just going for it. Elliot, do the do. Do the do. Yeah. And in, in, in that case, and in, in that way, too, it's, it is impressive. It's an impressive game. Mm-hmm. With that, this game is also uh, incredibly expensive. I managed to get a loose copy and spent $45 on just the disc and then spent $10 on a reproduction case for it. Holy shit. Nice. Yeah. Like a complete copy of this, like a CIB copy, I they go for like $85, $90. That's insane. Uh, I'm assuming it's because there's limited numbers of this. Yeah. I can't imagine this sold well. <laughs> Not here. I, I'd love to know how it sold in Japan, but here I can't imagine because I've never heard of it. Yeah. And uh, doing some research on the the sequel, which uh, I never came out in the U.S. Crime. Just came out in Japan. It was like on a bunch of lists of Japanese games that people wish they would localize for North America. Wow. So this game definitely has a following. Do you think they have like meetups and conventions? Mr. Mosquito Con? Yeah. What's yeah. Mosquito Con 2023? Mos- Mosquito Con, a bunch of people dressed like Mr. Mosquito. Oh my God. Or a bunch daughter. of people dressed like the Yamadas walking around being like, I wish there was something fun to do. <laughs> Let's take a family portrait. Yeah. This game ends very funny too because they finally take the family portrait at the end and they're all like bit up. Like they yeah. all got like lumps on their face and shit. Weird, weird representations of mosquito bites. I mean, you have to do something, obviously, but they're like big ass red welts on their oh fucking my faces. God. Yeah. And yeah. so I, <laughs> it's very funny, the end of this game, because I thought for a second that this game was going to end in a very dark manner. I did too. Because about three quarters of the way through the game, they start putting these like mosquito coils uh, throughout the house and there's a lot of smoke. And by, like, the end of the game, they're everywhere. Everywhere. They are everywhere. So when the game ends and you've finally uh, gotten your fill, Hmm. you leave the house, and there is tons of smoke pouring out of the house. And I'm like, holy shit. Are the Yamadas about to die of carbon monoxide boiling? Or or smoke inhalation? Like, And then the, the game, the screen goes to black, like, fades to black. And then mm-hmm. they get together and they're like, oh, let's take the portrait. And the daughter's right. like, I don't want to. My face is all 
fucked up and bumpy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, if this game ends with like the entire family dying. I'm, I was starting to think like this game was made by a mosquito as a warning. Oh shit! This is what gonna it's yeah. Gonna this is, yeah. Fuck fucking around and us. find out. There it is. There it is. Yeah. But fortunately, the Yamadas survive. And the sequel, I guess, the Yamadas are on vacation, and somehow you followed them. It's fucking Jaws, Jaws Four or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the plot. I'm gonna follow them. Yeah. This mosquito is basically haunting this family, yeah. harassing this family. He's literally out for blood. They live in a suburban area. There's plenty of houses he could go to. He could take a little bit from the Yamadas, go down the street, get some from another family. But no, no he man. is committed to terrorizing this family. Get that sweet, sticky Yamato blood, man. It's extra sweet. Yeah, extra <laughs> extra sugary. Let's talk about what every what what the critics thought about this game. Sure. <laughs> You have been a great bloodsucker. On Metacritic, it has a 65, which is not terrible. I think that's mixed to, I think that's average. I think it's average reviews. But it's, I think people were conflicted about this game. Game Informer called it, uh, put it on their list of top 10 weirdest games of all time, hmm. which makes sense. Makes sense. Games Radar put Mr. Mosquito on the list of top seven games that are cheaper than therapy as a cure for uh, entomophobia, which is, you know, fear of insects. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and on its list of rubbish animals that got turned into video game heroes. Yeah. I, I'm curious what else is on that list, but uh, probably yeah. Echo the Dolphin. I don't, I, I yeah, can't even. Maybe. Is, is a yeah. dolphin a rubbish animal? Well, I, I guess I don't, I don't. I just can't think of like I. I feel like if there's a top ten list, I'm gonna run out after two or three. This is on there. I'm running I'm out gonna... after Mr. Mosquito. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. So Matt Kundi comically summarized in that list: given that mosquitoes kill millions of people every year, we'd have thought that a game that puts players in controls of such a notorious serial killer would have met with more controversy. Which is not a good take. It's just like, that's a... Come on. Oh, goddamn. Video game writers are some of the worst fucking writers just, on the planet. Come Holy on. Shit. That is ridiculous. Yeah, absurd. It was the fifth best-selling video game in Japan during its release week. Wow. Sold 41,000 copies. And by the end of 2001, the year it came out in Japan, it had sold uh, 100, over 160,000 copies. Hmm. Yeah, okay. it was on the Japanese version of, like, Greatest Hits. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, which is cool. Apparently, sales of Mr. Mosquito in other territories were much poorer. Dismal, I would probably guess. Oh, God. 1UP.com gave it a B-. All Game gave it a 3.5 out of 5 stars. Edge, 5 out of 10. EGM, 6.5 out of 10. Game Informer, 7 out of 10. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B. Okay. Which, you know, I guess, go for it. Yeah, they're going to put that on the box art. Yeah. But there is something special about this game. Like, I can't like I can't put my in finger on entirely what about this game makes it so appealing. I think there's a lot of little things. Yeah. But it's also so odd that you just kind of like can't help but be intrigued by it. I would, if I could sum it up in what 
it, to me, it's going to sound like a weird word to use a game about a mosquito. The game is charming. You know what I mean yeah. by that? It's just, yeah. it's just kind of like it. It gets you on its side for some reason. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the Paddington movies, right? Sure. Like adults seem to love that shit. Yeah. It's just kind of charming. It's just charming. Yeah. yeah. yeah they should give. They should have given Mr. Mosquito like a little little hat. See now that right there, that's like uh, James Cameron writing the S dollar sign after Alien for his sequel. Yeah. That's the that's the idea that would have changed history right there. Yeah. Give him a little hat. Just give him a little, little hat, hat. We'd be living in a Mr. Mosquito world right now. Okay, we would. We it, would. Pay, I would be like, "Hey, uh, next week I can't record. We're going to Mister Mosquito Land." Yeah, because there wouldn't be a Super Nintendo Land at Universal Studios. It'd be Mister Mosquito Mr. Land. Mister <laughs> Mosquito Land. You'd be buying bracelets that uh that deflect the mosquitoes around the park. <laughs> Yamamoto, the Yamamoto daughter's uh fucking uh, mochi bar. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So let's rank this bad boy. All lives eventually come to an end. You, better than anyone, can appreciate the beauty of a brilliant, short life. I'll go first, and I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this... 7.5 out of 10 blood tanks. Wow, you're filling up your blood tanks. Maybe not enough to get through... Not enough to get through winter. Maybe a California winter. (laughs) Okay. I might, I, just, I might, this might not be, this might be a controversial opinion. I'm going to actually go above you. I'm going to say oh my God. eight blood tanks eight out of blood 10. tanks out of 10. Holy shit. I enjoyed this game. I enjoyed it. The controls, I forgave it because of its time. I said it before, it's charming. It, it was so much went into this that didn't have to for a fucking mosquito game. It so. has pizzazz. It does have pizzazz. It's, you know, it's it's the weird kid. It, it, it shows up at the fucking hockey game. I don't even know where this is going. But he shows up at the hockey game, and he's got uh, fucking uh, those old skates on, you know, not rollerblades. And his, <laughs> his stick is carved out of a fucking tree from his backyard, and it's got a name. Uh, he named it, and he wrote the name and burned it into it, and it's called, like, Super Stick. And he's got, like, a helmet. <laughs> Made out of foam that he made. That's Mr. Mosquito. It's what that kid. is this analogy? I think it's a perfect analogy because it's care and love, but it's unusual and you don't expect much. And then he's out there and he's scoring goals for me. High, high sticking with the super stick. That's what I'm saying. Super stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love it. That was Mr. Mosquito. Indeed. The ch- the charming uh the charming upstart skater with the leather cap and the, the handmade hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We release a new episode every PS Tuesday, so Tuesday. if you'd like to hit that subscribe button, click the bell, click the bell, smash that like or whatever. Uh, if you would like more sweet week content like this you can find us on instagram at discreet error pod you can find me at funeral casual games i'm at ian golden games and you can probably find us on twitter maybe we're not posting on there but we have an account that neither of us can remember what it is we're not paying for it we're not, not paying we're not we're not giving elon musk a fucking dime no if he made mr mosquito too we'd talk about it that's true 
Yeah. If he if he personally funded the localization of Mr. Mosquito too, maybe right. we'd, maybe we'd have something to talk about. Maybe yeah. maybe that'd be worthy of paying for a blue check mark. Maybe maybe we will see you next time. Have a good one. Bada boom, bada bing.